The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 1, and I'd encourage you to go and find a Bible and join us today as we consider His Word. Again, 1 Peter chapter 1, we'll begin there. I want to remind you about our website at www.considerhisword.org. There are many things you'll find there. You can go back and find the first part of this message. Now, it goes back a couple weeks because I had to jump a week or so. It seems that uh, COVID bug kindly got to our house and put us down for a couple of weeks, but we're back here, and I know you can't catch it over the radio, and so I'm glad you can join us today. So go to the website, considerhisword.org. You can go back and hear the first part of this message. You can also click on the link that says Contact Us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an address and tell us where you're hearing the program today, and we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. Now, you can also contact me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Now, many of the requests we get for the little prayer journal and many of the responses we get actually come through the regular mail. And so you can write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40. Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you again. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. And I would ask you to pray for this broadcast. We are expanding a little bit. We've been able to open up in a a couple of new markets, and we pray you'll uh, just ask that you'll pray that we can open up New markets. Right now, we're heard in many cities across the United States. We'd like to expand a little bit. We need your help to do that. We need your help prayerfully as well as financially. So, as God leads you, would you help us out? Again, consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Now, I'm anxious to get to the scripture today. 1 Peter chapter 1. We've been talking about prophecy and Christ in Bible prophecy. And actually, if you go back and read the scripture, you'll find that nearly every Bible prophecy points to Jesus in some way. Go back to the prophecies of Daniel, and they'll point to Jesus. Even prophecies concerning Israel ultimately point to the Messiah. They point to two particular things, and I really want you to see these today. I want to point these out to you. Now, we talked about one of them last week or last time, but I want to especially spend some time on the second one. So let's read the scripture, 1 Peter. We're in chapter 1. We're going to begin reading 
down in verse 10. The Bible says, Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come to you. Now, I believe that's talking about salvation. Now, he mentioned salvation, of which salvation and the grace that would come to you, the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. Now, what do I mean by that? You see, we were lost. So when Adam sinned, sin entered into the world, and we found ourselves in need of a Savior. Who would save us from our own sin so that we could be reconciled to God, have fellowship with God, and have eternal life in Him? I believe that's what God intended for Adam in the beginning before sin entered into the world. So, Peter here is talking about this salvation and said, The prophets have inquired and searched diligently. When the prophets got a message from God, they would look at them and they would think about them and they would consider them. Let me go ahead and tell you specifically what they were looking for. Verse 11, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which is in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Now, did you catch those two things? Notice again, he said that they were looking for and they were searching the prophecies, testifying of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. These prophecies would point to when Jesus would come. Uh, again, many of the prophecies point to his birth. We talk about many of them around Christmas time and about the prophecies of the Savior coming into the world. You know, there were so many prophecies also about his life and about his death and how he would die on the cross. Read Psalm 22. We looked at that last time. But also Isaiah 51. These are incredible chapters of Scripture that point us to Jesus and when Jesus would come. Isaiah 53, another great chapter pointing us to Jesus and when he would come. But notice there's two things here that they would be the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Now, last time, we read about these sufferings of Christ, especially in Psalm 22. We looked at those. We didn't have time for, Psalm, uh, for Isaiah 53. I'd encourage you to go and look at that, how, how very specific they are about when Jesus would die on the cross for our sin. Speaking of his hands being pierced, Speaking of those who would, would revile him and insult him. So many very specific, specific prophecies about the death of Christ. We spent a lot of time on that last time. But the second theme is what I want to look at to do, look at today. They looked at the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Do you realize that for us, that mostly speaks of revelation? And we're going to spend some time in Revelation today. I got to tell you, it seems like every church that I went to, or every place that I went to where we were going to do a Bible study, they would say, teach us Revelation. We want to know about Revelation. We want to know about the last days. And we want to know about the Antichrist and the tribulation and the rapture and all of those things. And those are good things. When we begin studying Revelation, they find something very different. I think, than what they were expecting, especially in the first few chapters. And we are going to touch on those a little bit eventually. 
But when we get to Revelation 4, I want to read the first four verses. In the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. and Maybe you know this already. But you know, you can always tell when somebody knows the Scripture and when they know what they're talking about. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to someone and trying to witness to them, and they'll say something to me. Now, listen carefully. They'll say something to me. Well, I like to the book of Revelations. Did you hear I said that? The book of Revelations. Revelation has no S on it. It's the book of Revelation. And in fact, you look at the heading or the, uh, if you would, the title of the book of Revelation. It says the revelation of St. John the Divine. John wrote the book of Revelation, revealed to us by the Spirit of God, the book of Revelation. And so listen very carefully. When somebody's talking to you, if they say the book of Revelation, they probably know what they're talking about. When they say the book of Revelations, <laughs> I would be very careful with that and listen to them very carefully because there's a good chance that they're trying to talk about something they may not know anything about at all. Well, that's just kind of a side note. Let's read chapter 4 for a bit. This is Revelation chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. And John said, After this I looked, and behold, a door, a, a, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard were, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And it was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their head crowns of gold. I believe this is really the opening of the book of Revelation. Now, notice we're in chapter 4. In the first few chapters, we, we get kind of an introduction, and we're actually going to take time to go back and look at these first three or four chapters a little bit later, first three chapters particularly. But what I want you to notice today, and I want you to lose sight of this, we're talking about how the prophets looked for the glory that is to come, and that was the glory of Christ. Oh, he died on the cross, they would look into that. And the Bible would reveal to us the glory that is, is to come, the glory of Christ in heaven. And when we get to Revelation chapter 4, the verses we just read, we see kind of the opening door of heaven, as it were. Now, I believe when he heard the voice, John heard the voice, as it were, trumpet that said, come up hither. And I believe that come up hither is the rapture. It's described in First First Thessalonians chapter four, and yes, we're going to look at the rapture a little bit later. And I believe this is the rapture right here in chapter four, where he said, "Come up hither." And the very first thing that he sees, and I believe this is one of the first things we may see, is Christ on His throne. He see it immediately as in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one that sat on the throne. Right away, he sees the throne of God and sees the Son of God sitting up on that throne. As he begins to try to describe to it, and I believe that perhaps he struggled with this, and 
the jewels that he mentioned, uh, for many people, these are not very familiar. I have to admit, I'm not familiar with many of them. To just name them, I can go and look them up and maybe find pictures of them. But to those who John wrote to, these would bring vivid pictures of glorious beauty that was in this throne. I think it was a beauty beyond what John could really describe to us and struggled with these definitions. And then he talks about the 20 elders. And I, I believe that represents the saints. That that's If you're born again, I believe that's us. And I know there's a lot of controversy about exactly who these 24 elders are. Some speak of them as being the, the heads of the tribe of Israel and maybe the 12 disciples bringing us to 24. But as you read the book of Revelation, I believe they represent to us, us, saints, the people of God. And I want you to notice, we, let's drop down quickly to verse 10. In chapter 4, immediately he sees them in worship. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lived, liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were created. Now, I don't know about you, but I believe I will be in that crowd to praise the Lord, to give him glory and to worship him, to fall down before him. And I believe in, in these words, it says that they were saying them, but I believe they will be sounding to us, to our ears like a song. And I hope you'll be there. That you know Christ is your own Savior. Our time is gone today. Join us again next week when we open the scripture and consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, Till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.